The Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K. Presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. The Broncos Blitz Podcast. News and analysis to help you be a better Broncos fan. And welcome in to the Broncos Blitz Podcast. My name is Ronnie Court. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E letter K Radio. On Twitter, we're today on the Broncos Blitz Podcast presented by DraftKings. Hey, happy Sunday morning. We're going to preview Denver and the Chargers and also go around the league. Talk a little betting as well, too. Some of the lines I like this weekend and a uh, couple parlay pieces maybe for the Broncos game that you may like. We'll talk about it through our friends with uh, DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook app. So a lot of cool stuff coming up today on the podcast. Of course, if you like the podcast, hey, make sure to subscribe or follow on the many different locations that you can find this podcast, Spreaker, Stitcher iTunes, Spotify, MileHighSports.com as Denver gets set to face the once San Diego Superchargers who are now supercharged to L.A. And, well, with Justin Herbert at the helm, uh, a a transformation for the Chargers that really has been uh, monumental for them. Their offense getting a major injection of life from the young rookie quarterback. This game, of course, at 205 at Empower Field at Mile High. Going to see a couple thousand fans in the stands. You're going to have Greg Gumbel, Rich Gannon calling the game on, of course, CBS and Denver, who uh, swept the Chargers in 2019, are looking to extend that win streak. Uh, we were talking about well, losing streaks last week to Kansas City. Denver's got a little winning streak going on against the Chargers, looking to extend it to three against their AFC West rival. The Broncos overall... Um, they own a 67-52-1 record all-time against the AFC West opponent, 41-18-1 at home. Denver has been very good against the Chargers. couple notes and quick hitters before we dive into the statistics. Uh, Bradley Chubb has recorded a sack in three consecutive games. That's the second longest streak of his career. And uh, when it comes to the Denver Broncos trying to uh, stop the San Diego Chargers, excuse me, I did it, I did it, San Diego, mm, we're never going to forget about that, huh? We're always going to go with San Diego, huh? Los Angeles, it's the Los in. I'm putting a dollar in the cookie jar right now, okay. Uh, when it comes to Denver's defense stopping the Los Angeles Chargers, look, uh, it is a tale of two sides of the football because uh, a team matchup of two and four, both teams, two and four, you're thinking to yourself, well, well, probably both pretty meh on offense and defense. That couldn't be the opposite. The Chargers in several offensive categories inside the top five, top ten, where you want to be. And then when it comes to the Denver Broncos, defense inside the top ten, some places top five, where you want to be. Denver on defense, fifth, third down percentage. On defense, fourth, on red zone percentage. Uh, Denver's defense also in the top ten when it comes to net yards per game. Rushing yards allowed per game and in sacks so Denver's defense obviously very strong but the Chargers offense after the injection of Justin Herbert has changed a lot they've been now opening it up 
The deep ball is there. Herbert has been fantastic. He's thrown for 1,500 yards already. It has really been an impressive debut for the Oregon Duck. Net yards per game, fourth in the league. Passing yards per game, fifth in the league. Uh, Interceptions thrown, when it comes to the least amount, Fifth least. Giveaways, eighth. uh, Third down, they're seventh in the league. The Chargers have done a really nice job of ushering in this kind of new era. We all kind of knew Justin Herbert was going to be the franchise quarterback moving forward. We didn't think it would come this early. So if you are the Broncos, obviously this means uh, you've got a, a young, unknown entity that you've got to stop. So let's start our breakdown when the Chargers have the football because the young quarterback has a big arm. He stands tall in the pocket, and he is not afraid to take the hit. So what you've got to do is you've got to win your one-on-one matchups, period, end of story. The Chargers are going to look at chipping the most premier pass rushers that the Denver Broncos have, and that name, obviously, the first one that comes to mind is obviously Bradley Chubb. Now, this means one-on-one options for Malik Reed. This means one-on-one opportunities maybe on a blitz. You know, could could they delay some things? Get a little crafty with Vic Fangio because this is going to be very very critical. Now, Vic Fangio, it's going to be interesting to watch him because he is going to be solo out there. He won't have his sidekick Ed Donatel. Uh, Ed Donatel is uh, this morning reportedly wasn't feeling well on uh, Saturday in this morning, and he will stay home. He will not be at Empower Field at Mile High today, as uh, that's a big deal. As look, Vic Fangio, uh, again, a comfort level, I think, is what is being trying to establish. For Vic Fangio is somebody who is only coaching his what uh, you know regular season wise. He's he's now in the twenties as far as games go. This is a guy who is still working out the kinks, and he is going to be solo on that sideline, which means more things to deal with, uh, less things to fall back on, less uh, knowledge, and less people to inquire to. And so, certainly going to be interesting to watch to see how that affects. Vic Fangio on Sunday as well. Now, with Ed Donatel being out, being in, and uh, looking like Philip Lindsay is cleared to play, uh, certainly it was trending that way for a majority of the week. Uh, Lindsay expected to play. Of course, if you remember, last week he had that concussion. Uh, he practiced on Friday. And uh, the Broncos are expected to uh, see his services. And that's going to be a big deal because I think Denver's going to want to try to slow this pace down maybe a little bit because we flipped the script here when the Broncos are on offense. Simply put, the Denver Broncos need to see a, uh, a an offensive movement 
of the football in some way, shape, or form, and I think control the clock a little bit. You know, understand that this is a Chargers offense that now all of a sudden has this quick strike opportunity, and this is a Chargers offense that, uh, you know, quite frankly, if you keep the ball, if you keep giving them chances, if you keep letting them hang around in the game, now all of a sudden Justin Herbert, he hooks up on this deep 70-yard touchdown here, 50-yard touchdown there, and the Chargers in less than five minutes are right back in the ball game. So, uh, and that's that's if Denver even can establish a lead, as Drew Locke has not really shown that he's been able to be very efficient with the football this year. This is a big, big game for Drew Locke. In fact, I would almost argue that this is the biggest game of his career. Uh, simply put, Drew Locke's career may hinge on this year. If he continues to downtrend for the last several games, then Denver could be looking at another quarterback change and blowing it up again. Uh, they simply cannot wait uh, an extra year if Drew Locke doesn't really show you any more flashes. Now, the hope is, is that, and the expectation is that you're going to go through bumps in the road. You're going to go through games like Kansas. Kansas City. It's understandable, but I think you also should see those flashes, those opportunities, those thoughts where it's like, wow, that kid made this throw. That's just unreal, unbelievable, and I could see that as my future. We need to be teased. We need to be. We need to see that potential kind of bleed out of Drew Locke, and I think this is a critical game because you have another hot young rookie quarterback over there on the other side with the Chargers, and boy would it feel bad if on Denver's turf, Justin Herbert balls out and Drew Locke looks bad. So I, I think if you're Denver, I think you really need to see a quality performance out of Drew Locke. I think all the pressure is on his shoulders this afternoon, and this could be one of the big turning points, I think, of his career. Simply put, look, a career is not made in a game, but if there was ever a pivot point for Denver fans to say, I'm all in on this kid or I'm jumping off this ship, it could be this game because it could look really bad optically if Justin Herbert balls out and Drew Locke does not. It's the Broncos Blitz podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook. And look, here's the deal. Today, there's a lot of action that you can get in on. Be sure to go check it out with our friends at DraftKings. And look, America's top-rated sportsbook app. They've got all kinds of great bets that you can make on the pros. Go check it out. Lots of bonuses, lots of promos, and of course, DraftKings, that sign-up bonus up to $1,000 on top of the great sign-up offers. DraftKings is offering great odds boosts every Sunday to help you make it rain. I've been checking out some of the bets that I like on DraftKings. We'll go over them here in just a second. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code MHS when you sign up to miss the, well, to get the can't-miss offers. And how about some of these bonuses, okay? And there's many different sports that you can bet on as well, too. The NFL fighting yesterday. Uh, we've got golf. We've got lots of different things that you can check out over there with our friends at DraftKings, but use the promo code MHS when you sign up. For a limited time only, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado-only bonuses comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match. Each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires a 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. So, 
We start looking around at the potential bets that maybe you want to make on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Let's pull these up. I'm going to pull up the Denver game, and I'm going to start looking around at some of these odds and say, hmm, there's some juicy ones. Now, the line for this game has fluctuated a bit, but it's been pretty stagnant and pretty much set around a field goal. Uh, They've been adding the kicker here, taking it away. Um, Some news during the week with with COVID took the number off the board for a hot second and then put it back on. But overall, this is really sad at three and, and sits at three this morning. And so, you know, if you're betting the Denver Broncos, you can bet them obviously straight up or you can bet them with that three point spread. Uh, Denver should be noted, I believe, four and two against the spread so certainly worth noting they've been a team that essentially put uh with what vegas has said or vegas has put on denver has overachieved some of those numbers so that tells you that denver has and and this is a good moniker to use uh, if you were a broncos fan to kind of tell well maybe is this team a little bit better than we thought it's not the bible by any means it's not the one thing that you go all in on and you bank everything on but it tells you that denver has stayed competitive in a lot of these games and so it really is a um you know, a showing of Denver's ability to stay close with Pittsburgh, stay close with Tennessee. Uh, you know, certainly they've been blown out before, but Denver will look to keep it close against the Chargers this Sunday. Uh, today, again, three-point line right now in favor of the Chargers. Now, um, that'll also tell you, though, that Vegas means that Vegas thinks that the Chargers are actually more uh, around a, a team that's better than six points because we're talking about giving that three for being on the road. Now, the Chargers, injury wise, uh, we haven't seen the official uh, injury report, but uh, Trey Turner, Desmond King out, uh, Balaga, Norton questionable. Uh, obviously, we've had very up and very inconsistent reports for teams not practicing, uh, you know, different uh, COVID situations, canceling deals. So obviously we will see some more info here officially probably in the next, uh, well, uh, in the next two hours. So as we gear up for NFL Sunday, Uh, the Broncos, again, I think the the big deal on offense is simply put, Drew Locke's got to got to put the team and the offense on his shoulders and he's got to execute well he's got to run on the rollout and and more important than anything this has been such a critical issue for him since he started his NFL career and this is something I glaringly blurted out constantly while he was in college it was the one con that I saw and it was his footwork it was his fundamentals he loves to throw off the back foot he loves to trust his arm you can do that in college you can't do it in the NFL so this is a guy that needs to understand good base good foundation step into your throws really drill into him and sometimes you can't and sometimes you got to take a sack and sometimes that means on third down you're putting the football away but you know what you're going to get 10 to 12 drives say per game with the understanding that you know what I'm not scoring a touchdown in every single one of those drives Denver's not averaging 70 points per game in fact no team even the best teams in the league 
are not doing that. So if you start to look around and you say, boy, if I'm getting this many drives, I mean, Kansas City, for example, got 12 of them, you know, they're scoring on what? 50%? And that's the best team in the league. The best team in the league scoring on 50% of their drives. Denver has the opportunity to put some points on the board, but you got to take what the defense gives you. And that's a big deal because Drew Locke, easier said than done. This is a young rookie quarterback. Uh, let's face it, he's in his rookie year, right? He hasn't played 16 games. I know this is technically his second year. So we're going to put a little bit of that expectation on him. But this is a guy who is still going through the motions of his first year, his first full 16-game season. This is a guy who needs to understand that when you have the opportunity to move the chains, when you have the opportunity to just simply get that first down and start moving down the field, you take it. You don't go after the double-covered deep shot. You don't go for the home run ball. You simply put, take what the defense gives you and you live to play another down, you live to play another drive, because those start to add up. Keeps you on the field, keeps your defense off the field. Maybe they can get some air, get uh, you know refueled so that they can come back and uh, you know simply put play better, uh, a little bit with less fatigue against a high-powered Chargers offense. So I think if you're Denver, everything leans on Drew Locke. This may be the biggest game of his career. Uh, this is a big, big deal this Sunday here against the Chargers on defense. Simply put, you got to make the kid uncomfortable. You got to push forward on that offensive line. Win your one on one battles. That is going to be so critical. Winning the one on one battles, interior pressure up front, force the kid into making decisions that he doesn't want to make. And maybe this means Vic Fangio every once in a while sprinkling in a little bit of a delayed blitz, maybe a safety comes flying in on a delayed blitz. Now all of a sudden you put uh, Justin Herbert in the same situation that Drew Locke was in last week against Kansas City. He's throwing off his back foot to a receiver that quite frankly just isn't open. Opportunities to take advantage and maybe Denver's ball hawking secondary can get there and force a turnover. I think it's very critical for Denver to get that interior pressure up front and win those one-on-one -on -one battles. And that means guys on the edge, on the inside, very very critical. It's the Broncos Blitz Podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook. 2 o'clock, the kickoff, Denver and Los Angeles. Uh, official prediction time. I am going to go with the Chargers, but I am going to go with Denver against the spread. So Denver plus Three. I like the Denver plus three. I'm thinking 26-24 Los Angeles, but I will take Denver against the spread in that plus three number. Is that something that uh, I'm looking to bet this Sunday? Now, of course, there's a lot of games to check out with our friends over there at DraftKings and the uh, terrific numbers, obviously, that you can check out the different parlays. I want to go over some of my favorites here this morning because there's quite a bit of them. Now, of course, the morning games, you're going to see several of them. The morning games have been uh, really a, a flurry of them every single week, it seems. I'm not sure exactly why, but uh, hey, this is where we're at. And so Denver, obviously, an afternoon game, so you're going to get some opportunities, get some skin in the game 
earlier in these games. Now, New England and Buffalo. This one favors Buffalo by four and a half. The weather is not expected to be very good in Buffalo. So please take note. 41 is the over-under there, although I do like New England to bounce back. I think you have the opportunity to, to see a division rival that you know very, very well, and I still trust Hoodie on that sidelines. I know it's been a bumpy year for New England, but I still trust Bill Belichick on the other side to scheme up something against Josh Allen. Tennessee and Cincinnati. This is going to be a brutal day for Cincinnati. I think Joe Burrow is going to have a long day. Tennessee on that running game should have a field day. The over-under for this game is 49, and if you're picking Tennessee, you are fading 7 points. Sunny and 53, the weather expected in Cincinnati. Las Vegas and Cleveland. Cleveland is favored by a point, and the over-under is 47. No weather issues in this game as well, too. Two dome teams going to be at it in the morning game, Indy and Detroit. This one is at Ford Field in Detroit. Indy is favored by 3.5, 49 over-under, uh, 49.5, excuse me, on the over-under. I do like the under for this game, and I do like Indy as well, too. I think, simply put, they are the better team. Minnesota and Green Bay. Dalvin Cook does come back from Minnesota, so should be noted you're going to get six points with the Vikings. That's quite a bit. Over-under is 48 in this one. I like the under as it is cold. There could be a slight flurry, although not truly expected. This game is, of course, at Lambeau. The Jets and the Chiefs, you're going to get 19 and a half points with the New York Jets. The over-under is 49. Uh, this is one of those uh, matchups that you see every once in a while with the titan of the NFL up against the 0-7 Jets. I do not like the Jets to cover, although I, if you listen to this program, you know I don't like to pick those uh, bid or bet, I should say, on those big bids, those big wide spreads. No, thank you. I will pass, although I will take the under for this game, which is set at 49 right now, 45 degrees and sunny. Expected the weather. The two other morning games, Rams and Dolphins. I think most people are going to have their eyes on the Dolphins. Uh, the Rams favored 3.5, 46 the over-under. Tua Tunga Viola expected to start at Hard Rock Stadium in Miami Gardens, Florida. And the Pittsburgh Steelers and Baltimore Ravens, another one that people going to be watching 6-0 Pittsburgh, 5-1 Baltimore, AFC North Slugfest in Baltimore, 53 and some rain showers, 44 and a half the under, four-point favorite is Baltimore. Afternoon games include Denver, New Orleans, and Chicago, the Seahawks and 49ers. Your game tonight is Dallas and Philly, and then your Monday night game is Tampa Bay and the New York Giants. So, a lot of uh, interesting things going on in the NFL. Your bye week teams are Arizona, Washington, Jacksonville, and Houston. I hope you enjoy your NFL Sunday as much as I do. I will be tweeting along all Sunday long. On Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R O N N I E, the letter K Radio on Twitter. And of course, over there at MileHighSports.com, where we'll be writing on the Broncos pre and post. A lot of cool things that you can go check out. Again, that'd be MileHighSports.com. A lot of different things that you can go check out when it comes to covering 
the Denver Broncos. All done for the Broncos Blitz podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook. You can find more info on the Denver Broncos at milehighsports.com. That's milehighsports.com. Enjoy your NFL Sunday. Later, y'all. To listen to previous versions of the Broncos Blitz podcast, visit milehighsports.com or subscribe to the Broncos Blitz wherever you get your podcast.